Thank you for joining us for the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. The Advancing Oceanside podcast hosts business and community leaders from all industries to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for a prosperous economic climate here in Oceanside. Before we jump into today's episode, we've got a quick message from our sponsor, Frontwave Credit Union. We're for the trailblazers and the thrill seekers, the craftsmen and the tastemakers, those dedicated to country and community, family and friends, working to carve out a better life for themselves in a patch of California that's more focused on authenticity than image, more substance than show. We're Frontwave Credit Union for banking, lending, saving, planning. We're the place to get started and the place to kick it into high gear. So dream big. We got you. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast. We are thrilled to welcome Captain Ernie of the Oceanside Sea Center. During this interview, you'll hear all about the incredible work the Oceanside Sea Center is doing for fishing trips to educational opportunities and partnerships to fighting for challenges within the sport fishing industry. Captain Ernie is an absolute wealth of knowledge and is so passionate about growing the industry here in Oceanside. So let's just jump right into it. Portia, take us away. Good morning, Captain Ernie. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing excellent today, Portia. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm just so excited to have you here today for Advancing Oceanside. Um, and let's just hop into it. My favorite question to ask people is, where are you originally from? And if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, that's that's a good question. All right. So um, I am a native Angelino, basically. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, um, mostly in the San Gabriel Valley, East San Gabriel Valley, um, where I uh, grew up with a sister who's a couple years younger than I am. And uh, went off to college in uh, went to Cal State Northridge, degree in kinesiology, and um, so I was born and raised in LA. And in 2001, I had an opportunity to. It actually started in 2000. Had opportunity to move to San Diego with the sport fishing business that I had already been involved in for a long time, and. Uh, Myself and my new bride at the time moved to Point Loma in January of 2001 and have been in San Diego ever since then and San Diego County and absolutely have fallen in love with it. Call it home. Call it. Uh, it's It's got our heart from, from day one. So we really are really happy to be here in San Diego, San Diego County. And now. Um, Basically spent a little over 17 years there in Point Loma. And five years ago, we moved up to Oceanside. I love that. Oceanside or no that. side. <laughs> and then, uh, so how did you get started with the Oceanside Sea Center? I know you had mentioned that you were down in Point Loma. And then uh, what? Uh, opportunity presented itself here in Oceanside? Uh, that's correct. That's correct. So uh, I've been involved in the sport fishing uh, industry in some capacity pretty much my entire life um my my father my grandfather and my father and my uncle are were all avid fishermen and 
we would travel to Baja a lot in the summer and and go out on charter fishing boats. And I grew up fishing and and hunting and just being outside with with my dad and my grandfather. And uh, the tackle shop was like a natural, kind of a natural place for me to want to hang out. So I got involved in the tackle business while I was in college. And um, about, it probably would be about seven years ago now, now at this time, the city of Oceanside was uh, looking for a, a new look towards the sport fishing. Uh, you know, a, a new, they basically put an RFP out looking for a new, uh, see if there's anyone new and interested in, bring, in bringing sport fishing to the city here. Nice. And um, Captain Joe on the Sea Star is a person that I had known through most of my life. When I was in high school, my father used to charter his boat to go out fishing. So Either I've known way. Joe for a really long time. So and we've kept in touch through the industry. I think one of the unique things about working in a small kind of niche style industry, especially one that's very uh, uh, geographically located, like it's very, I mean, there's fishermen all around the world, but we have a very, our, our industry is very geographic to Southern California. We kind of all hang together and we all have grown up together. So one of the most exciting things in my life, I can tell you, is being able to go to people that I'm now are my peers and say, Hey, um, I was that high school kid that loved fishing and loved being out of the ocean. And you helped, you know, your excitement and enthusiasm for the industry is what brought me here. So there's a, there's a list of names, Captain Joe being one of them, but there's a whole bunch of other people that I always kind of, I always kind of try and drop that dime on them when I see them and they always get a kick out of it. So it's like, yeah, I was a kid, you know. (laughs) And now you're at the Oceanside Sea Center. I love it. I love it. So um, I know you do a lot in the community. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what makes you passionate about developing and promoting Oceanside? You know, um, first off, thank you for noticing that we do a lot in the community. The whole Sea Center does. we are, you know, when when we decided that we were going to try and you know make a go of of this a sea center and, and bring in a, a new and unique business here to Oceanside, we we being myself, Captain Joe Cascola, and Dr. Chugi Sepulveda from the Flager Institute of Environmental Research, we sat down and uh, kind of discussed what was important to all of us. And we all have our, our expertise and our, our, you know, what we're the most passionate about involved inside of the sport fishing industry or inside of the fishing industry or marine education, marine life, basically the ocean. You know, we all have different aspects of the ocean that we're the most passionate about. And one thing that I have always really um, held close and near, near and dear to my heart is that you know, getting people out on the water is so much more than just a fish catching experience. There is an experience involved. There's a therapeutic experience in relaxing, being out at the sea. Um, one of the things that really has always attracted me to it and a lot of my my peers, I feel, when, you, when we get a chance to talk about it, is that every day is different and every day we get a chance to reinvent ourselves where you're only kind of the, the the competitive side of the fishing aspect is that you're only as good as the last time you went fishing as far as the captain goes you know when you're driving the boat 
and you're constantly trying to um, kind of figure you, you, everything's always changing. The sea temperatures are changing, the conditions are changing, the surf, the wind, the weather, so many factors. So every day you're like, okay, what's 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 on top today? Okay, I remember what happened yesterday, but maybe it's starting to change a little bit. So that makes it really exciting. And when we came together, all that, all of that, we want to be able to bring that to the youth because the the young, the you know, the there's a lot of young people, especially here. We, when we first got to Oceanside, we realized that there's a huge um, community of underserved youth just with ocean experiences, the opportunity to go out and go fishing, go whale watching, go take a, a marine life, uh, a marine education course, and really um, kind of get a grasp of, of the part of the world that they live right next door to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We love your enthusiasm and your passion and, you know, the Oceanside Sea Center. And you kind of touched on um, what the Oceanside Sea Center is, but could you go a little more into depth about what you guys do at the Oceanside Sea Center? Absolutely. So basically, uh, the Oceanside Sea Center, we've, we've taken C, it's kind of a double acronym. So it's S-E-A. So that stands for Sport Fishing, Education, and Adventure. Nice. And those are three things we try to top touch base on three topics and three aspects of our of our industry. So the sport fishing is what I would call like our traditional Southern California style sport fishing. We have uh, boats that range from 45 feet to 65 feet, and we do half day, three quarter day, some overnight, private charters, and and um, and what we call open party fishing, where you can just book a space. And bring your group or yourself, if you'd like, out with a larger group or join up with a larger group and spend the day with them on trips that are based on a, a time distance, you know, a five-hour trip, eight-hour trip. Now, that's our, that's our sport fishing. Then we do it with some education, and that's because we have teamed up with the Flager Institute, which is the Flager Institute of Environmental Research. Make sure I get that right. Yeah. yeah. And they are a hack. So Pierre is a longtime Oceanside resident. They've been here for over 20 years. Uh, they've moved around. They were in downtown. They were in South O. When, when we first came here, uh, part of what I really enjoyed about Oceanside is we had all of our first brainstorming sessions at the Pier office down in South O. So I, I really got a chance to kind of feel what the city was because I really didn't know anything about Oceanside before I, before I got involved in moving my business here. I knew very little about the city. And uh, I still feel like I'm learning a lot about it. I, I love it. I like learn stuff all the time about it. Excited about it. But uh, I digress here. Uh, the, the, edu the, the education aspect of it is something that we are, we've been developing. It's kind of a work in progress. Um, education with it, the, the school systems and getting kids to the program is a little bit more difficult. It's been a little bit uh constraint after the after the shutdowns that we experienced so we're trying to grow this back but what we do offer we offer a couple different options here we have uh classroom charters on board the sea star that does marine life uh, a marine life education class where they actually go to do some kind of classroom style um education so on the back of the boat they do some classroom style education and then Joe takes them out and then they drag a trawl net and they get to look at some of the different 
uh, organisms that live in not only in the bay and then but then out in the open ocean here close so really unique uh, coastal community here where we have rivers that feed into the ocean and there's, there's a whole bunch of different parts of our ecosystem that are really the best thing I can say is it's very noticeable and a lot more uh, relatable you can teach someone with a visual a visual learner you can teach them really easily when you're out on the ocean and when you can look up and you can see the pa Palomar you can see the mountains you can see the the mountains in on Camp Pendleton you say okay so when the water starts up there it runs down into these rivers and then it's here and you see it in people's faces they go oh you know like I didn't know that that was there just because your perspective is a very different when driving around in the car than when it is absolutely on the ocean when you're on the ocean on the boat and no one else is around you so and uh, so our last part would be adventure and we we're constantly trying to grow that adventure uh, aspect of our business um right now we do marine life uh trips where you get really amazing interactions with whales dolphins uh, all marine mammals, and those are 90-minute trips. We do want a little small, fast boat. Um, in the wintertime, we will offer the larger boats to go out and do marine uh, marine life education tours as well. So basically, whale watching. So a little different level um, because we're doing them in a small boat, and and it's it's quicker, a little bit more high pace, uh, high energy, and uh, our our people, our, our customers enjoy it very much. But we are at looking to add some other aspects to, we hope in the near future to be adding some uh, parasailing and Stop some other it. stuff. That are, yeah, so I hope that's, that's something I we're volunteer. working on right now. First step. You volunteer? First step. You yep. sure? All right. Go into it. I'm okay, going to well, do it. You can tell me all about it because I'm going to keep <laughs> and the, my feet yeah, firmly and on the ground. Feedback. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you touched a little bit about sports fishing and then focusing on the sport fishing aspect of your business first can you tell us a little bit about the industry here in Oceanside so what is unique about the sport fishing industry here locally so that wow that's a good question um Thank I think you. I think come on <laughs> so the first thing I would say that really makes it unique is that it is very small so one of the things that I know I'd like well Oceanside prides itself on is the fact that we are, we do have a harbor yes. and we are one of only a few towns, like actual small cities that have a harbor. Yeah. So because it's a small harbor, it's about a thousand slips. We do share it with the military on the other side, our, our United States Marine Corps. Um, it's a very small industry, yeah. but it's only small because we have such behemoths to the north and the south of us. The largest, the largest sport fishing fleet in the nation, the one that touches, that carries the most people, that has the big boats, that carry the most uh, amount of passengers a year is in San Diego. So, and then probably second to that would be Los Angeles. Yeah. So, and the, and the port of Los Angeles, which is uh, enormous. I mean, it's just vast. The, the break wall that builds, the break wall that creates Los Angeles Harbor is almost eight miles long. So oh, wow. uh, yeah. it's a very, it's a much different uh, environment than what we have here in Oceanside. But because it's small, it's very, it's a very small, tight-knit community. Yeah. Um, we have some, some of the best, I can say this proudly, um, 
I'm not from here, but I, uh, I mean, I am now here, but Welcome. I yes. can tell you that uh, Oceanside has, has, has been home to and brought some of the, the best fishermen that in the fleet, you know, guys that just really understand the ocean and are very successful at being fishermen for themselves uh, on a commercial level or uh, for recreation where they, they guide people and take people out fishing. Uh, the list is really long. Um, I don't, I would not want to offend anyone by saying names, but just, I mean, I see younger generations of the guys that are coming up now that are 18 and 19 and 20. And, um, you know, um, it, it goes all the way back to the sixties and seventies when this harbor started some of the top Marlin fishermen in yeah. Southern California called Oceanside home. Some, some very successful people have, have come out of this little tiny harbor. And, um, yeah. that's one of the things that, one of the main reasons why I felt that Oceanside deserved, uh, a, a, a gem, you know, a, a high, yeah. high quality fishing operation because of its production of just fabulous mariners and people that are involved in the maritime industry. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. And then um, what excites you about your job in the Sea Center? Oh, wow. So learning, growing, changing. That's kind of what I tell myself almost every yeah. day. I try and tell myself that I feel like as an entrepreneur, as, as a businessman, I get an opportunity to learn something new every day. Absolutely. Grow my business and and really um, try and keep an open mind, which is the hardest part of my day because we get we all get jaded and tired and it's tough. Uh, this industry in the sport fishing, the, the sport fishing industry in California, yeah, we do a, a phenomenal job of managing our resources that we work. We're very unified uh, across all of Southern California. The Sport Fishing Association of California is a, uh, a nonprofit organization of sport fishing landing owners and boat owners from basically Santa Barbara to San Diego. We have a few members a little bit north of there, but we have just another association in Northern California, but we're well organized. We all are very passionate about the ocean. We work really well with the Department of Fish and Wildlife, who is the state's um, management of, of our fisheries. But even with all that being said, there's a lot of challenges, uh, regulatory challenges, restrictions, time restrictions. So it's, it's, a, it's, um, Makes it exciting. I get excited about it. I get enthusiastic about about a majority of what has to happen. Yeah. It is a tough. Um, you know, I sometimes you feel like you can never kind of come up for a breath. It never gets easy as far as that aspect of it goes. Yeah. But but here in Oceanside, we have a phenomenal support from the harbor and the harbor staff, and we have a really great lo you know location. And I feel that you know we are positioned to continually be able to be able to provide the services that we're offering now. And as long as we continue to manage, manage ourselves and, and manage our fisheries, um, it's going to be, uh, you know, we, we've got a, a positive future ahead of us. I love that. You like hit all three points. 
what excites <laughs> you, what challenges you, and then, you know, what does the future of the industry look like, you know, and just bringing that, um, bringing awareness to the harbor and what you guys have to offer and conservation. And you guys are just so amazing. And I could say that firsthand <laughs> because I did a half day trip with Captain. I know you Andy. came out and enjoyed, enjoyed, enjoyed the day with us. And, and it's you know, uh, you also got a little bit of, you got a little bit of extra, you got to come up in the wheelhouse and hang out with us. I, did. But I drove we, the boat at our... this point. I, I drove the boat. <laughs> Ladies but and gentlemen, we, we... I drove the boat. <laughs> We uh, we also offer that to a lot of our, our customers. You know, they want to yeah. come up. My wheelhouse door is always open. Yeah. I try and stay polite and tell people, hey, I'm going to need, like, if I'm traveling and it's safe, yes. sure, come on in. I'll explain to you what I see and what I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously times when we're in the harbor, I'm maneuvering. I, I, need, I need to be able to move and I need to be able to react. Because that's my biggest fear is just not yeah. being able to react. Yeah. Um, and those... And those opportunities that you do have downtime, you know, I saw there was a family visiting from Arizona and the yeah. young boy was like, hey, can I come up here and check it out? And you spent that time just engaging with the dad, the father and the son, um, your crew, phenomenal crew. Those guys are so amazing. Did they assist me on catching the biggest fish? that day on the boat yes but don't tell that part of the story but I mean you guys have something truly amazing going on and it was just really exciting to see it firsthand and just spend the day and you guys have the galley and you guys have food y'all there is food on that boat you want a burrito you want a cheeseburger good burger yeah they got you they got you so I mean really great experience and so with that being said, what do you believe separates your fleet from others in Southern California? What's unique about your fleet? Well, I would, I would love to say that, I mean, what we try and focus on, what I hope that, and what I try and instill in my employees, my crew, my staff, is that we are very um, receptive and understanding to first timers and visitors. And You'd be amazed. A lot, a lot of people, um, we get a lot of fishermen from other states that want to come out and, and experience ocean fishing for the first time. So it's, uh, you know, we, we educate and we entertain them to borrow something from uh, a fellow uh, captain that he shared with me years and years ago. You know, we're educators and we're entertainers. And so we're teaching them our style of fishing, which it, you, you have to kind of handle that with, uh, you know, a certain demeanor because many of these fishermen are some of the they're great you know they're great freshwater bass fishermen or maybe they live on the east coast and they fish striped bass in the ocean or or they're good flounder fishermen so you have to kind of respect their their skills that they've already brought to the table yeah. but you have to show them that this is what we do because we have a very unique fishery here in southern california that allows us to fish with live bait uh the guys work really hard for us to provide live bait so uh, many places across the nation, the they guys are not fishing with live bait. So that itself makes it unique and fun. So you're teaching people how to do that, but also just entertaining the guests. Like I have, when I am on the boat, I love to ask people, Hey, where are you? Tell oh, you guys are staying at the, you guys are staying at the Mission Pacific. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of food do you like? Where are you looking to go? Like, I love to be able to share yeah. the city of Oceanside with, with uh, my customers. And yeah. I think that there's a lot of businesses that 
that feel that way. And we all have become so friendly, especially down here in the harbor. Like I'm proud of my business neighbors here to say, hey, go grab breakfast next door at the Stratford, you know, yes. go go see Luis upstairs with the lighthouse. These guys do great jobs. Are you like Italian? Dominic, grab some dinner when you get in here. You know, like come visit all of us here in the harbor. Absolutely. Because the harbor is a little gem that is, um, at, at times it feels a little underutilized. At times, of course, we feel overwhelmed, you know, yes. like everything. But sometimes yeah. it's like, man, we, we could really make this place a really, really nice uh, destination. And people are seeing it, which, as you saw. Absolutely. As you see, we have so many people visiting here now yeah. and uh, really enjoying Oceanside. Uh, in all of its aspects, I'm looking at the map there behind you and seeing all absolutely this amazing right. farmland yeah. out here to, yeah. to your left side of your face there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, see, I, I I love it. I love it. I know you had talked about Peer a little bit, and uh, you know it stands for Flager Institute of Environmental Research. I had to like check my notes so I didn't mess it up. There you and, go. And had started out in um, South Owen. Forgive my ignorance. I was not familiar with Pierce, so maybe you can share with the listeners a little bit about uh, your partnership and, and what Peer is. So absolutely. So I'd love to, and I, I can't not speak highly enough about these guys. It's a, it's a really small nonprofit yeah. and um, they, they focus on the science in our fisheries. So it's, it's a little bit it's not 100% clear. They don't 100% operate only in the recreational fishing industry. They do operate some in the commercial fishing industry, but really what they do is they provide research and data. So they're collecting their, their uh, a nonprofit that goes out, collects data for not only the fish that we catch recreationally. So the state of California has, uh, not everybody knows this, I'm just going to kind of, Go this yes, quick for the, yeah. for the cut. So, for the listeners, that we have some a certain species of fish are designated recreation only. So, mm -hmm. you can go catch them. Uh, we, we do a lot of catch and release on our bass, the bass being like one of the first of them. So, we can collect it, but we are not, um, um, with the, we can keep them, but you will not find those in a commercial like environment. You can't buy those and sell, sell those, can't catch them and sell them on the market. I so the majority of what these guys do is they're studying those species and our effects on those species and just the health of the, of the uh, stock. I see. But they also are working on bringing more sustainable fisheries to California. So mm -hmm. um, we have a huge seafood importation business in this country. We, we import a large, high, high percentage of what we consume. And there are sustainable fisheries here in Southern California that would provide high quality, uh, not only high quality product to the consumer, but bring a, a, a level of, of, um, of, of, what am I trying to say here? Uh, basically create jobs like small family farms. Yeah. The best way I could, the best way to describe it is like small family farms. So these guys have, have, you know, Dr. Sepulveda and Dr. Alpers have gone out of their way to establish uh, a zero bycatch swordfish fishery 
Um, they're tagging and, and tracking a lot of these bluefin tuna, which we're seeing in our in the Southern California bite that haven't been here for a hundred years. Uh, they've always been around, but the, 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 the stock is very healthy, but they kind of haven't invaded the Southern California waters until the last, like a like hundred years ago, it was like how it is now. This is like the good old days when it comes to the bluefin tuna fishery. So they've been doing a lot of research with that. They, they do a lot of research, coastal research with our calico bass, sand bass, halibut, uh, white sea bass is another one that's near and dear to their heart. Yeah. And these are all species that are both serve a purpose for the recreational angler, but also in some of them in aspect, uh, provide uh, opportunities for commercial fishing, but not in that processor style, not in the what we think of as like damage in the ocean, some big, big vessel going out there and scooping everything up. Yeah. This is like... Uh, one fish at a time type of mm -hmm. a fishery and it's not going to support it's not sustainable on a level where it's going to support some big factory ship but it may support uh, a family a single family or maybe two families yeah. you know two families working together in, in a business so um, that's why we're proud to team up with them they helped us a lot uh, in their research data has helped us a ton in, in the fisheries in the past few years and they continue to, to work with that. They've also helped us a lot with our outreach, which is what we're trying to grow as well. We're trying to make sure we can get more youth on the water on a yearly basis. Yeah. So um, one thing I can share with you right now, because we just started this past week, I'm really proud. We, we have a, a partnership with uh, the Oceanside Unified School District now and OHS, uh, Mr. Randy Zubieta, who's over teaching woodshop at OHS, has started a fishing club and the school has agreed to kind of uh, we offer them take them out at a, at a greatly reduced rate and the, the school district is in lieu of like uh field trips they're allowing the kids to come out fishing with us we take them out fishing yeah. and uh, it's a blast it's a blast that's we had huge. 25 i think on sunday oh so, very cool congratulations that's huge that's huge well i, I feel like it, it's it's a small thing we can do for the community and I, it's going to sound a little cheesy, but I, I genuinely, this is me. Like I want, I can't wait for the day that I get to the age in my career where some, someone walks up to me and says, Hey, I, I came fishing with you. Yeah. I'm starting to see it. The guys in the industry had some guys that are captains, but no one, no one of recent has said like, I've made a career as a marine biologist or something, yeah. you know, just. I decided to study the ocean or I decided to do this because of what I, I learned here. So yeah, maybe. Okay. One day, but that's so awesome and so inspirational. You know, I, I think that we sometimes take for granted uh, that we live next to the beach, you know, oftentimes we'll swim in the ocean and we'll walk near the beach, but really having the opportunity to get on a boat and just, you know, go along the coast and go out in the open ocean and, you know, fish and kind of just, and, and you don't even have to catch a fish, just being out on the water, like you said, is extremely therapeutic. And it's just nice to be out in nature and be out in the middle of the ocean and, you know, look at our mountain range and see everything that, you know, uh, Southern California has to offer. So I love yeah. that you're bringing that to the Oceanside Unified School District and that you guys have that partnership. And one day you'll get that inspiring story of, hey, I was, you know, part of this and you inspired me. So 
we got to inspire our youth and advance Oceanside and all those good things. So I'm so thankful um, for you, Captain Ernie, and the Oceanside Sea Center. And um, could you tell us how can people learn more about you, book a trip, attend a class? Like, here is your time to do a sure. plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say the easiest place to visit us is at OceansideSeaCenter.com. Uh, we have an email, we have a, um, a like an, uh, our, our trip schedules are posted there. All of our most current data is there uh, as far as fish counts and opportunities to be able to come join us. Um, everything's kind of tied together on that main platform. As far as reaching out to me or reaching out to any of us, we have a, you can email us through the website as well. And anybody that needs to get a hold of me can get a hold of me through there. Yeah. Um, it's info at com. And we definitely point all the, all try our best to put all of our requests into the right hands because we do get a lot of requests for marine life education or questions about marine biology, about fisheries. And we just try and keep everybody as well informed as possible. Absolutely. And you guys are really good about updating your social media. So you guys do have Instagram and what is your handle on Instagram? So it's um, at Oceanside Sea Center is our handle for the web, for the, uh, the business here. Yep. Yeah. We also have um, uh, what is Nathan's right there. Uh, Oceanside Coastal Expeditions is, is ours as well. Nice. Nice. Well, I have one last question for you. Okay. You're like, drum roll. Brrr. What does it mean for you to advance Oceanside? What, well, what it means, like, what it means to advance Oceanside for me yeah. would be really let get in the community to understand like getting the information out there to the community to understand that there is what i would call a maritime industry and maritime industry opportunities for people here in the city of oceanside yeah. as far as uh from things as simple as harbor and beaches to captains you know licensed document documented mariners to uh, operations of of a, we have a shipyard here, you know, operations of, of for maintenance through the city, you know, like a, more of a, um, uh, you know, a city-based job, but there's, there's so much, or just the private, the private sector, like I'm in here, but there's just a, there's a, there's a huge uh, maritime industry, which is very niche here in Oceanside, but it exists outside of here. You could start here very easily and maybe be fortunate enough to stay here for your whole career. That's awesome. That's awesome. So thank you so much, Captain Ernie, for your time. We did it. You did it. Awesome, You're amazing. I you appreciate so. you. I love the love that you have for Oceanside. I love what you and the Oceanside Sea Center are doing for our community. So on that note, thank you for your time and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you as well, Portia. You as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. Continue with us on our journey to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for Oceanside. You can view all of our other podcasts on any podcast listening locations, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or visit our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to catch all the latest updates on all things Oceanside. Join us next week as we host another influential leader from our community.